I always thought it would be a not fun challenge to read an autobiography or say non-fiction novel. But Ikoka, an autobiography, my first non-fiction book, has inspired me so much that I have started taking interest in such books. This book gives students and particularly those who want to hold top management posts so much career experience. I still feel the need to talk about it whenever given a chance. This book is not merely about Lee Ikoka's life story, rather it is a book on general management, personal management, crisis management, auto industry and above all tracking one psychology. Lido Anthony, famously known as Lee Ikoka, was a family man, an Italian immigrant settled in America. The teachings of his father encouraged him to live a very successful life. Although I think that while talking about his family, the book should have been more precise. Ikoka displayed his passion for hard work and managerial skills at a young age. He graduated from Lee University and did a fellowship at the Princeton University instead of taking Ford's bid. The book chronicles Ikoka's presidency as a student teacher of the Ford Motor Company and his fallout with Henry Ford II and his resurgence day in the Chrysler. He joined Ford in 1946 as a student engineer and through hard work and sheer determination, he scaled the ranks in the business. The book gives us an insight on his maverick approach, thinking on your feet, which helped him win national acclaim for idea like 56 for 56. He always believed in task-oriented leadership. After becoming the head of the Ford division in 1960, he introduced quarterly review system, which he exclaims as the key to management. Ikoka tells about the success story of car model Mustang, which rewrote the history of US auto industry. His use of market research, his willingness to listen, and his readiness to take risks introducing new products made him a strong business force. And thus, he climbed the ladder of success by becoming the vice president of Ford Company. Later, with the triumph introduction of Mark III, he was made president on 10th December 1970. The book talks about Ikoka and Henry Ford II personality conflict, which started in 1975. Ikoka had problems with the acts of intimidation and despotic policies of the big boss, and Henry started to decimate Ikoka in his own way. Finally, in a meeting, Henry conveyed the message to Ikoka that he will no longer be a part of the Ford family. He said, I quote, There comes a time when I have to do things my way. I have decided to reorganize the company. This is one of those things that you hate to do, but you have to do it anyway. It's been a nice association, but I think you should leave. It's best for the company. I unquote. October 15, 1978, Ikoka's 54th birthday was his last day in Ford Company. In the book, Ikoka vividly describes the feeling of vacuum in his mind and the trauma of his family members is facing in this uncertain situation. But at the same time, Ikoka's staunchness and determination to overcome the crisis 
can be felt in his documentation of the situation. After being fired at Ford, Lee was aggressively quoted by the Chrysler Corporation, which was on the verge of going out of business. The headlines in Detroit Free Press stated Chrysler losses are worst ever and Lee Iacocca joins Chrysler. This depicts the hard road ahead for the resolute man. It was clear that Iacocca was boarding a sinking ship as the company had announced its $160 million third quarter losses, the worst in its history. At the time of his joining, the company was totally in chaos, that is, no coordination, liquidity crunch, low morale, industrial spying, losing consumer loyalty, poor quality and sales bank. The turnaround magic that he enacted in Chrysler can inspire and teach management students the world over. His relentless effort to get loan guarantee for the company, the effort in inspiring the employees, the ingenuity in designing cars and the marketing strategies to sell cars in Chrysler were incredible. In the last chapter, Straight Talks, Icoca talks about promotion of unpopular causes, saving lives on roads, mandatory seat belts, interlocking system, airbags, high cost of labors. Three key areas where management gave in to union demand and now getting killed, as per him, were unlimited cost of living, 30 and out, and medical benefits. Making America great again was his mission, and he pointed out a six-point program, which stated the firstly, energy independence by taxing of foreign energy. Secondly, specific limits to Japan's market share in critical industries. Thirdly, cut in cost and funding mechanism for federal entitlement and pro programs. Fourthly, need for more American engineers, scientists and technicians. Fifthly, incentives to increase R&D. Sixth, long-term program to rebuild America's arteries of commerce. This book is actually for anyone who wants to be inspired by this rare breed of man. Icoca's methods are timeless and his attitude towards problems and how to fix them will leave anyone encouraged. Thank you. Have a great day.